Uh, let me ask you this question. Here's a big question. All right, you ready for this? Check this out. Um, oh, oh, do you know what side you're on? All right, if I was to ask you, man, what side are you on? And then immediately you think about, okay, well, what are you talking about? What's the issue? What's, what's, what's the circumstance? What are you talking about? I want to challenge you, man. You just pick one. Pick one right now, man. You've been, you've been living some things that are going on in our world right now, things that are going around in our neighborhood, things that are going on just in your life, all right? And I just want you to just pick, pick something, man, and just I want to ask you the question, what, what side are you on right now? Think about it. And, and as you're considering that question, I want to consider, I want you to consider a few more questions. Just follow-up questions with that. Who is standing with you? And who are you standing with on that side that you're on? Who's standing with you, all right? And who are you standing with on your side? And why are you standing with them? All right? How, how well do you know the ones, all right, that are standing with you? And how do you know that they're standing strong with you on your side or on the side that you stand? What, what are you willing to fight for? And are they, are they willing to stand and fight alongside you for it? Yeah, I've told you this, and we've been telling you this for the past few months, all right? And that is that we have an amazing, we have an amazing uh, opportunity as the church right now to create culture and change the world. To create culture, man, and to change the world. We have this opportunity right in front of us to do what we were called to do, man, when God gave us new life in Christ. He called us, right, to, to change the world, right, to lead the way. Remember, we've been called salt. We've been called light. And what, is, what, what does salt do? Salt preserves what? The name of God, the word of God, the way of God. And what, is, what does light do? Light shows the way, man. All right, so, so, so right now, I think it would be a huge misunderstanding of who we are if we don't lead. If we don't lead together. Say together. I got some people to say some stuff, man. I've been trying. Like, I see. <laughs> you just don't know the struggle, man. Come on, it's real. All right, you know what I mean? Uh, and together. Together. Last week, I challenged you, all right, to some personal challenges, some personal challenges. You remember what I challenged you last week? Uh, see life, speak life, and give life. You guys remember that? All right, I challenged you last week, man. All right, here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to see life, right? I want you to see people, all right, right where they are. People need to be seen right where they're at, not right where you want them to be. All right? Not right where you want them to be immediately at the moment. All right? All right? But, 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 but right where they actually are. All right? It's up to us to try to understand their story in the moment of their story. Amen? This is important. Come on. You're here. You got to say amen. All right? Amen. Come on, man. All right. So, so, so hey, it, it is up to you and, and, and me to try and understand their story in the moment of their story. So I got a question for you, man. Who did you see this week? Who did you see this week? Who did you see? You remember what Jesus said? Jesus, the, the scripture told us last week that, that Jesus saw the crowds. And we're seeing all kinds of crowds, man. All right? Jesus saw the crowds and he had compassion. 
He saw into their life. He saw into their story. He said he saw them that they were harassed and they were helpless, all right, like sheep without a shepherd. Everybody having their opinion and, and opinions. We, we've talked opinions without love. What are they? They're, they're, they're their weapons and they're just bludgeoning each other with opinions. And he had compassion. He saw them. Now I'm going to ask you, man, who did you see this, this week? Who did you see, man? And, 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 and so, yeah, I get it. Right? Because sometimes we don't want to see people. <laughs> All right? If people, if it's rough, we don't want to see rough, man. All right? Because we're kind of doing all right. If it's really, really good, we're not too sure we want to see that because we're kind of jealous. My question is, outside of your story, can you step into the story of Christ? All right? Because it is the only story that really matters. All right? Can you step into his story and see the people he wants you to see? Who did you see this week? And I told you also, man, and then, we, then when you see them, we need to speak life. We need to pray into that life like your life depends on it. You know, I've got spiritual family right now, man, that, that is going through it. And they're going through some really tough stuff right now. Right? And, it, and life is hurting the whole little family right there, man. And, 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 and you know what? If, if, if it weren't for Christ, the future would be extremely unsure. And, and, and that God has been calling me not only to pray for them, but, but to pray that as though my life depends on what happens with them. To maybe even bleed a little with them. You remember? Maybe even bleed a little for them. Who did you see this week? All right. And who did you speak life to, or life at least into, before the Father? Who did you pray for as though your life depended on that prayer? We needed to see life. We needed to speak life. And we needed to give life. And we talked with that man to truly bless another life by giving them pieces or a piece of your life. Right? To give a piece. Who, who got a piece of your life this week? All right? Who did you die a little bit for this week? Who did you die to yourself a little for this week? Who did you recognize, I need to put down my stuff, all right? Everything that I think is trying to juggle and keep going because these are important. I got all these things for a reason. I'm going to use these things later on. Don't worry about that stuff. They're going too, all right? Who did you put some stuff down and die a little bit for this week? Think about it. To see life to speak life and to give life is the life that Jesus called us to live. Amen? Come on, man. For his glory. Amen? Praise the Lord. This is the life that we're called to together. Say together again. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah. <laughs> together. Right on, man. I got invited, man, to go and hang out with some people. Uh, this Friday night, and you may have seen them. I don't know if you've been out and about. There's been a lot of motorcycles on the road. Have you guys seen that? And there's, uh, they're all wearing different patches. Everybody's got all these patches from everywhere and stuff like that. But there's this one crew out there, all right, that's been riding together, and they have this cross on the back. Anybody see it? It says, it says, disciple, Christian, boom, big old cross. All right, I got to go hang out with some of these people, and they were from all over the country. 
It was pretty amazing. They were from all over the country, and, and, they, and they rode their bikes here, man, through crazy. I was talking to some, man, through some wicked storms for hours and hours just to get here so that they can be together, so that they can be together. And then they asked me if I would come and hang out. I was like, yeah, I'm always kind of skeptical because I come from a lifestyle that looked like that but wasn't like they're doing it. All right? I came from a lifestyle where there was just a lot of hurt, there was a lot of pain, there was a lot of ugliness, there was a lot of evil surrounding that. Never have I seen, when I rolled in there, me and, 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 and Brian rolled in there, man, and we saw these people, and immediately, man, it was, we saw the difference. I've never seen that lifestyle, all right, that motorcycle club lifestyle so pure, so purposeful. It was crazy, man, because everybody, I am not kidding, everybody was saying hi and introducing themselves and telling me who they were. And I was like, wow, I've been in churches where nobody said anything like that to me. That's a pretty sad commentary, huh? Woo-hoo. All right. <laughs> not our church, praise the Lord. Amen? Not this local body right here. Amen? Not saying that we're better. We're just cooler. Anyways, um... So, just kidding, don't go there already. I'm sorry. Okay, that's not what I'm trying to go with all this. I was talking to some people there, man, and, uh, and, and it was crazy because I was just watching them, how they interacted and how they loved on each other. And it was evident whose side, on what side they were on when it came to any circumstance or any issue. And just seeing them be together was just amazing. And I started hearing their stories, right? They asked me to preach a message uh, to their group, man. And, and, and guess what? None of the front seats were empty because they told the dudes who were wearing patches or prospects, they said, if these seats are empty, you're all going to have to do push-ups. Filled up. All right? Front seats. We should do that. Right? Hey, just before we start, man, just want you to know, if these seats ain't filled up, everybody's doing push-ups. All right? And so <laughs> these guys flocked. But boom, filled it up, man. And they were praying. Crazed out, leather, clap, just very crazy. Um, some of them smelled. All right? <laughs> All right, and it was road smell. I love that kind of smell anyways. But anyways, they were lifting their hands. They were crying. They were praying over one another. They were worshiping. And then it was crazy, man, because they started baptizing people. They just started, they, they had brought a little horse trough out because they were going to baptize this, 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 this young man. And, and then a few other people were like right here. And then some of these dudes who just started being kind of hanging out with the club, man, and were just they're like, dude, right here, man, I need it. I need to get baptized. And they were just dunking these guys in their leathers, man. I would have like, I would have probably took my leather off first, but you know what? Hey, man, right on, get down. Boom, boom. All right? And, and, and I just, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't have. I don't know, but it was just amazing. And there was this cat named River. I started talking to him earlier in the evening when I saw him, and River was like, hey, man, I just want you guys, you know, he lived in Washington, him and his family. He introduced me to his wife and his daughter, who actually got baptized later that night. And he says, hey, man, check this out. He goes, uh, we've been watching your guys' videos online. He says, and I have not been about a church for a long time. He says, well, we started watching your videos, and we got really in tune with what was going on. And then we got convicted. And if you're watching online, this is a big deal. Because then we got convicted that we need to be a part of a church here in Washington. 
We need to be around people. We need to be together. Amen? And he started, him and his family, man, they've been, they've been uh, partnering with a church there in Washington. And that was an amazing story. Praise the Lord. But then it got even more interesting. As they were baptizing, River brought this one dude in here, and he shared this story. He says, check this out. He says, this guy right here, I met him at a truck stop in Washington. And he wanted to talk about the club and how to be supportive for the club. And he had to get going. And as he was getting going, he says, hold on, I'm going to set something up for you. Check this out. As he left that truck stop, he says, I want you to stop at this next truck stop a few hours down the line. Somebody's going to be there. <laughs> Somebody's going to be there to talk to just you about this. And somebody was there and caught the guy, all right, and gave him what he needed. And then River started paying more, more and more attention to this guy and calling him and keeping in contact. The dude lived in Reno, Re, well, you know, Reno, Nevada, and River lived up in Washington State, and they're contacted. And he says, now that we've got this connection, he gets to call him and talk to him about Jesus more and more and more. And then here he is standing Friday night in front of the baptismal with this dude saying he gave his life to Christ, and there they are baptizing this young man together as a family of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. That was amazing. Talk about seeing life at a truck stop, speaking life over the phone, man, connecting about Jesus, giving life together as a, as, as a brotherhood, but just, just, just <laughs> baptizing this young man into this new life. Praise the Lord. How in the world do these guys, where do they, what would, what would the, the people of Jesus' day have said? Where do they get this authority to do such things? All right? Because they know who they are in this life. Amen? Do you know who you are in this life? Amen. Amen. I was humbled, man. I was, just, I was honored to stand with these guys, to preach the Word of God, to just kind of hopefully be, you know, worthy enough to just kind of give them maybe a little bit of something that might be helpful in that journey. But it was evident, man, that they, they were receptive. They knew what was up, all right? They knew who, whose side they were on, all right? They knew how strong they stood. They knew who was fighting alongside them and who they were fighting for. And they wore his name on his chest, on their chest, Jesus Christ. You see, right now, everybody is looking for a side to own. Everybody is looking for a side to join. Everybody's looking for a side to claim. Everybody's looking for a side to post, all right? Even Christians, men and women of God, were searching for a side. And I don't think the search was over the moment we gave our life to Christ, amen? You know what I mean? Because I know this right now. I know this, that, 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 that no matter what, you know, the issue, whether it's social unrest, whether it's political parties, whether it's, you know, uh, wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, you know what I mean? Or whether it's conspiracy theories, whatever side that you fall on, I don't know, man. And I, you know, I, you know, I know that there is one side that truly matters. And 
And it's Christ's side, amen? It's Christ's side. It is the side of Jesus Christ. Here's what I know, man. Here's what I know. I know that it is Christ's side. I don't have a problem with picking the side of a mask or, or a party or whatever. Or, you know, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think there's a lot of things that we need to fight for. But our filter in which we fight into those conversations, we need to check, constantly check the side that our filter lies on. Because I know this, man, if Christ's side isn't your first side, then your filter for a side has big holes in it. If Christ's side isn't your first side for a filter, then when you choose a side, all right, there's big holes in your, in your game. Your filter has huge holes in it if it isn't on the side of Christ. Here's what I know. If your side... If the side that you choose, whatever side of anything it is, man, if the side that you choose is higher than Christ's side, then you're already on the wrong side, amen? I'm challenging y'all. And I'm not, I'm not going, don't get it twisted, man. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Don't hear what we're not talking about. I mean, because this all sounds good, you know, Christ's side and everything like that. It all sounds good. I mean, there's still problems in the world, man, right? You know what? But I think we need to check the problem that we have probably more than anything because we got problems. I think we keep reaching for the wrong things first. I think we keep pursuing the wrong things first. You see, the, 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 the three greatest pursuits of mankind, of humanity, the three greatest pursuits of humanity from the moment that we start having an understanding that we're actually here on a planet with other people ready to do things. The three greatest pursuits are number one, identity, number two, belonging, and number three, autonomy. The three greatest pursuits of mankind, all right? Who am I? All right? Where do I belong? All right? And what kind of power do I have in this world? We, 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 we have those are the, the, everybody is searching for that and it is evident all right when you see all right everything that's going on in the world but our problem is we are not pursuing them in that order and they need to be pursued those life pursuits need to be pursued in that order identity needs to come first belonging and then power you see, when you screw that up, when you, when you start mixing them around, things get twisted, all right, and things get, become a problem. When you find yourself pursuing power before knowing who you are, you end up hurting other people. Do you understand? When we pursue power before knowing, when I pursue what kind of power I got in this world without knowing who I am, then I am going to hurt people with the power that I discover. When I start pursuing belonging, all right, before pursuing knowing who I am, when I just want to fit in, when I just want to find a side, pick a side, and I don't even know who I am, then I'm going to end up hurting myself. If you pursue knowing who you are before understanding whose you are, you will never, in this lifetime, discover who you really are. We need to pursue these things in proper order. When I discovered my identity in Christ, 32 years it took me, 32 years it took me to find out who I really am. I was, I was, my whole life was trying to find out what kind of power I had in the world. 
All right? And with that power, I would find people who belong in my circle who didn't belong in my circle. All right? And it was a horrible life. I've told you many times. It was a coward's life. But when I discovered my identity in Christ Jesus, he immediately showed me his people. He showed me where I belonged. He showed me that his side is the first side, no matter what we're talking about. And then he showed, a, showed me what kind of power that we have in this world. What kind of power we have in this world. His power. His Holy Spirit power. And how he showed us also on how to exercise that power. Remember? Jesus did it first, man. He changed the world by doing what? By dying for it. He changed the world by dying for the world. And then getting up. And then getting up for the world. If the church would recognize Christ's position in their position, it would change the world immediately. Amen? Come on, man. I'm talking, if we would recognize our Christ's position in our positions, all right, all right, and our position in his position first, I would, it would change the world. Christ's side is the side that serves every side. Nobody can do it like Jesus without Jesus, though. Amen? He said, because he served every side. He died for every side. If you ask me what side I'm on, I'm on Christ's side. Amen? I'm standing with the ones who are on the same side. Amen? How could I tell by asking those questions? If I know that we're, we're on his side, all right, then I have to ask the question, who are you? Who are you standing with and why are you standing with them? How well do you know them? How do you know how strong they stand? And do you stand strong enough together to fight side by side? And you're like, where is the filter to figure those things out? Paul gives it to us. The apostle Paul gives it to us in one sentence. Actually, I'm not even going to use the whole sentence. I'm just going to use the bigger part of the sentence. <clears throat> Paul gives it to us in just one sentence. Father, we give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you the glory, Lord God. It's your word in Jesus' mighty name. We just give you thanks, God. Guide us, man. Help us to understand. Amen. Paul writes this letter to the first church he started on the European continent, the church in Philippi. He writes this letter 11 years later after starting this church. He writes this letter from a prison in Rome. He's on house arrest, not knowing if he's going to live, not knowing if he's going to die. He tells them, you know what, really, to tell you the truth, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Because I'm down for whatever, praise the Lord, amen? He's there, man, and he's, he, says, he says that, you know, he, he, he starts this letter off in chapter 1 on just expressing how much he loves. These are his friends, how much he loves them, how much he cares for them, you know, how, how much, you know, that he hopes to see them again. But he tells them this, man, and we got to remember when you read the scriptures, especially these letters to the churches, you have to remind yourself, these are written to the church. This is a we, not just a me. Yes, they're written to you, but they're also written to your brother and your sister in Christ. All right, he is talking to a group, and we so often forget that when he says in Philippians chapter 1, verse 27, 
<clears throat> he says this, man. He says, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel so that whatever, so that whether I come to see you or am absent, I may hear that you are standing firm in the God, in one spirit, in one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Philippians chapter one, verse 27. I, you know, he says this, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel. He begins with one word, only. He begins with the word only. And we just kind of just bypass that. We just need the meat of this. No, there is meat in this word only. He says nothing more. He says, I'm going to give you something, man. This is, a, this, is, this, is, this is your life. This is the life that you signed up for. This is that Christ-side life. He says only. Nothing more. We tend to add a lot more. A lot of times our only has many, many moving parts. Amen. It just does. And we get caught up, right? Because we find out that we're living for so much more rather than only Christ. And because we're living for so many more, and because we have so many more affections and so many more wants and so many more desires than just Christ, we have so many more headaches, so many more heartaches, so many more stresses. Because wait, 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 I don't want to look. I'm going to get to And just him. He says, only. Nothing more, man, nothing more. Only let your manner of life, all right, your life, the life that you're living in relation to other human beings, literally taking this word of citizenship, being part of the whole. Remember, he's writing to a group, not just an individual. He says, only, all right, only, man, let your manner of life in relationships to others as well as self. Check this out, man. I wear, I, wear this, I wear this mask. Well, I got this new one today. It's really cool. It says the church on it. All right? I wear a mask. Why? Because I, actually I kind of think it looks cool walking into places of business with a mask on, all freaky looking. You know what I mean? When you walk in there and you're just like, what? I'm not here to do anything stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's just fun. But anyways, I, I just always thought it was just interesting, you know, before you're getting to walk into a place that handles a lot of money, that you put this mask on. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Anyways, no, no, no. I, I, don't, I don't wear a mask because of that. I, I wear this mask. I don't, I, don't, I don't wear a mask for myself. I wear it for you. That's why I wear a mask. Some of you are still wearing your masks, all right? You're pretty far away from other people. You might be safe, I think. I mean, we've been talking on our reentry team, and, you know, if, if you don't have a mask on, six feet of distance is, is good and helpful and works. But I, I don't wear a mask I wear a mask, except for you. I don't enjoy wearing a mask, right? The worst thing that this mask showed me was how bad my breath is sometimes. And then trying to fix that. Have you, put, have you tried this yet? Put a mint in your mouth and then put your mask on. Your eyes get all mentholated, man. You're all freaked out. You can't see nothing, all right? And you're like going, what? <laughs> and it's just, it's crazy. So, but, but again, it's just, it's just me being, trying to be a good citizen, trying to be helpful. Too many times our manner of life is according to our life and only our life. He says, only, only let your manner of life be what? Be worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. To be worthy. And this idea of worthy is that idea of, of, of equal weight. Here you have, boom, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Saved 
the world, the planet, created everything, all right, redeemed everything, and is coming to get those who choose to, to, to receive that redemption. That's a big thing. That is, a, that is huge. And he says, now take your teeny little ass. Try to weigh even that out, man. Can you live a life that is of equal balance? Now, that is a lifelong pursuit, amen? Remember, he's not just talking to you. He's talking to us. Let your lives, let this life known as the church be worthy. It's crazy when you find that so many people are really uh, receptive you know, to Jesus, but not at all receptive to the church. Why? Because the church is not living a worthy life of the gospel. Imagine all those people who have no problem, you know, loving, you know, figuring, you know, hearing the stories of Christ and recognizing how amazing he was, whether they realize he's God or not. Imagine them giving the church that, that equal value or a value like. That's world-changing. He says, only, nothing else. Let your manner, your relationship with one another be worthy, equal balance to the gospel of Jesus Christ. He says, you know, and so that if, that if I come, where were we at? So, so when I, whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I may hear that you are standing firm. Standing firm. That you you continue in this, man. You don't just stand up and then sit back down. You know what I mean? You stand firm. You stand together. We lock arms. We love together. We give mercy together. We pursue justice together for his glory and with his glory. I think it was Lecrae who said justice without love um, is, is, is vengeance. And we're not pursuing vengeance. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. All right, but we're, we're pursuing his justice for his glory, with his love, with his people. Amen? That you, that you stand firm. You don't just turn it off on Monday, all right? Because it's Monday. It's not Sunday anymore. You don't just turn it off, all right? But you stand firm in one spirit. And we're like, <clears throat> and this is not referring to the Holy Spirit, although that is always implied in one spirit, all right? But he's literally referring to the, this, this together, this thinking together, thinking it through together, acting it out together. When this pandemic hit, you know, man, you know what happened? I was so blessed to be a part of so many men and women who said, we're not going to just stay home. We're going to get busy. 4,000 masks were made from the recenter. Did you recognize that? That is a big deal. Immediately got to work. I don't know how many meals were handed out. I don't know how many paper goods and, 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 and essential goods were given out from the recenter. I don't know how many people were visited, how many people were prayed for, how many people were contacted because they knew that they were alone. It was just continual. I was blown away. That I get, not because it was happening, but that I get to be a part of it. Praise the Lord. Striving side by side. Fighting forward together for the faith of the gospel. This whole thing is a we thing. It's not merely a, a you thing or a me thing. It's a together thing. 
that, that, the, the, the plurality in that, in that charge needs to be recognized, but is often missed. Only let all of your manner of life together be worthy of the gospel together, you know, so that whether I come and see all of you or I'm absent from all of you, I see that all of you are standing firm, all of you together, thinking this through together, acting this out together in one mind, striving, all right, not moving, not backing down, side by side for the faith of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because if it doesn't begin on his side, then there is no side that's right, amen? I don't care. I'm just going to say it. You know what I mean? You're not completely right. Well, this is unjust. This is unjust. I understand that, and I agree. How do we approach it? From Christ's side, the side of love, the side of mercy, the side of his glory. Praise the Lord. Like I said, it's not, not just a me thing. It's not just a you thing. It's totally a we thing. Here's what I know, man, that there are many of you here right now, many of you watching online right now that are standing firm, that you're doing this. This is, this is actually a resume for your life right now, and that is amazing because a personal stand changes the world around you. But you have to recognize that the world around you ain't the only world. Don't get caught up because I use the word ain't. You say ain't ain't a word. I just used it. It's a word. Right? A personal stand changes the world around you, which is good, man, but, but your world, your world ain't the only world. Unity changes the world. People have been trying to stomp out the church for 2,000 years, and it just keeps getting bigger. Praise the Lord. So, okay, we got the easy part done, right? We talked about it. I feel good. Woo, that's good, man. I feel great. Man, I'm so glad to be a part of this stuff. All right, what are you going to do about it? What are you, 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 you going to do about the we, we, we thing in this world? What's your part? What's your part? I want you to write, if you're writing notes down, write that note down. What is my part? All right, what is my part? I would begin to challenge you with something I always tell you. need to be the church. You need to be the church together. Say together. All right? And so we need to see life together. We, it's easy for you to see life, but you ever see, it's easy to get around, together and talk about other people's lives in a negative sense. Oh, my goodness. Did you see what she's wearing? All right? We, we, we have no problem doing that. But can we get together and see life the way Jesus sees life together? I've seen it happen right here. Can we speak life together? Can we give life together? Can we be the church? And I know you're looking at some people in the church, you're thinking about some people, you're like, I don't know, man, I really don't like them. Let me just remind you, if you look for the worst in people, you will find it. But if you look for Jesus in a true child of God, you will also find him. You'll find him. The choice is yours. The decision is yours.
keep running on your own, be a part of the bigger thing. Let's get on Christ's side together. The decision is yours, man. I got to remind you, though. If your decisions, if your decisions haven't created any action, then you haven't decided on anything. Amen? If my decisions don't create, well, I've decided, but if, if they don't have any follow, any action, if I'm not doing anything about it, what have I really decided? I've just decided to feel better, but not actually make it better. Praise the Lord. Amen. Whose side are you on? Who are you there with? Are you ready to fight with them? For the glory of Christ. By dying to yourself. For his glory. Father, we give you the praise give you the honor and we give you the glory. Father, bless your word.